installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Carl Blaylock. What's going on, sports and listeners? I'm Mike Ross, filling in for Carl on this Thursday evening. We got a busy show for the listeners here. Um, high school football week eight is going to be here tomorrow. So we will preview some of the top games all across Southeast Ohio, and we will also cover every game in the TVC. We're also going to talk Thursday night football. You know, not the best slate for the NFL tonight. Two of the three lowest scoring offenses in the NFL going at it tonight. And we'll also touch college football. Ohio University has their homecoming game. Ohio State also a heavy favorite. And we got some other rank versus rank matchups that I think you guys are going to be interested in. So a lot to get to on the show. But we're going to start off. With high school football week eight, games to watch. Over on WXTQ, the Athens County game of the week is Alexander and Nelsonville, York. This is a pretty big game in the TVC Ohio as both teams have pretty solid records this season. Nelsonville, York sitting at six and one. Their only defeat came in week two against Newark Catholic. NY is unbeaten in TVC Ohio play, sitting at 3-0. Meanwhile, for Alexander, they're sitting at 5-2. They've taken losses to South Point and Vinton County. In TVC Ohio play, the Spartans are 3-1. Now, it's going to be interesting because Alexander... They had some injuries at the wide receiver spot um, and defensively just didn't really come to play against Vinton County. They were down 48 to nothing after the first three quarters against the Vikings. And Alexander came back with a solid effort against River Valley, explosive offensively, scoring 66 points in the victory. But then on the other side, Nelsonville York, they put up 65 points against a winless Wellston squad last week in a 65 to 6 victory. And the Buckeyes have been dominant in conference play, 41 to 6 over River Valley, 35 nothing over Megs, and 65 to 6 over Wellston last week. I think Nelsonville York is going to get this one done. I think they're the heavy favorite, especially um, after the injury to. Zeke Mollahan will still unsure about um, his status for the rest of the season, but Nelsonville York has been dominant in conference play. And it might be their closest conference game of the year. I think it, I, I would predict that to happen, but I still think Nelsonville York is a big winner on Friday night in Athens County Game of the Week over on WXTQ. Right here on WATH, the Athens Bulldogs are in action once again. It's a battle of 0-7 teams, Athens and Wellston. Both teams looking for their first victory of the season. And for Athens, they finally scored over 15 points 
last week against Megs in a 48-22 to loss. Seems like the offense is kind of clicking a little bit more than it was earlier in the season. Once again, Athens, one of the youngest teams in Southeast Ohio, only a couple junior and senior contributors. And for Wellston, uh, their season high for points is also at 22. That was against River Valley in a 42 to 22 loss. Looking at these teams, there's not much that really separates them. I think Athens gets the win, but I think it's going to be very, very tightly contested. In the final TBC Ohio Conference game, you have Benton County. They're going on the road to River Valley. I expect the Vikings to bounce back after a 20-13 to 13 loss to Warren last week, get to 5-3, and three and try and ensure a playoff spot uh, for TJ Carper and the crew. So I think Vinton County gets the job done there. And the one non-conference EVC Ohio matchup is Megs against Marietta. Um, Marietta, they only beat Athens 12 to seven. Their other win is against Ripley 14, nothing. Uh, Megs beat Athens 48, 22. Um, so I think, I think Megs should get the job done in that one. Moving over to the TBC Hawking. Trimble is at home against Belpre. Trimble sitting at one and six, one of their worst seasons this century. But if the Tomcats win out, they got a shot at making the playoffs. And that has to be the goal. To start off this week against Belpre and see what you're able to do against Waterford in week nine. Um, Belpre has scored three points on the season so I don't expect this one to be very competitive. In other TBC Hawking Conference action, you have the favorites, the Waterford Wildcats. They host the Southern Tornadoes, and I think Waterford is going to get this one done. They just beat South Gallia 47 to nothing, and... They beat Eastern 29 to 13. They look like the best team in the TVC Hawking by a decent margin, and they're at home. So I think Waterford gets the job done. South Gallia plays Eastern in the final TVC Hawking game of the week. And this is an improved Rebels squad. You know, South Gallia. They're being competitive up until their 47-0 loss to Waterford. Um, but two victories over Silosville East, one victory over Manchester, a victory over Belpre. Uh, they got games with 59, 40, and 48 points so far this year. I think this is a competitive one in Reedsville. But I think Eastern coming off that victory over Trimble, first time in over 20 years for the Eagles. I think Eastern rides that momentum. They get to six and two. I think Eastern actually ends up eight and two on the season, which would be potentially the most wins in Eastern history. Not sure off the top of my head, but Eastern having a great year, hoping to break records in Meigs County. We'll see what they can do. Moving over to some non-TVC action that you might have your eyes on in Southeast Ohio. Fort Fry takes on Caldwell. Caldwell has the highest points per game difference among any team in the state of Ohio this year. They are outscoring teams on average by around 48 points per game. 
Second in the state is Piqua at 42. So Caldwell has a really big gap between them and number two. But Caldwell has not played a team with a winning record. And Fort Fry is one of the top teams in Southeast Ohio. I think Caldwell gets blown out like they've been doing to a lot of other teams. I think Fort Fry dominates this game. But watch out for Caldwell in Division 7, Region 27. This is going to be a great challenge for them heading into a Week 10 game against Shenandoah and also for the playoffs because Caldwell is looking to compete in a pretty wide-open Region 27 outside of Newark Catholic. Caldwell right now number two in playoff points, just ahead of River at number three, Franklin Furnace Green at number four, Waterford at number five, and Eastern Meigs County at number six in Division 7, Region 20. Seven. Uh, looking at some OVC games of note, uh, Rock Hill plays Gallia Academy. Uh, Gallia Academy still sitting unbeaten. They are second in Division Four, Region 15. I think Gallia Academy gets the job done in that one. And then Ironton plays host to five and two Colgrove. Uh, Colgrove just not good enough defensively either the last two weeks against Portsmouth and Gallia. Uh, they fall 42-43 to 43 against Portsmouth and 33-36 to 36 against Gallia. I think Ironton is just too big, too physical for Colgrove, and that would set up 8-0 Ironton versus 8-0 Gallia Academy in Week 9, which would be a lot a lot of fun. Some other big games across Southeast Ohio. Uh, a little bit north around the Columbus area. Bloom Carroll taking on Logan Elm. Both teams sitting at 6-2. and two, Looking like a battle for the MSL title. And, I mean, until Bloom Carroll gets knocked off, they are the team to beat in the MSL. So that's who I would pick to win that one, but a big game in Fairfield County. The FAC also has some pretty big action. Six and one Chillicothe hosts six and one Washington Courthouse. A Chillicothe pushed to the limits by Miami Trace surviving in overtime, having to come back late in that one. Washington Courthouse has been really dominant this season besides a 54-40 to 40 loss against 6-1 Western Brown. I think Washington Courthouse is going to get it done. The other top team in the FAC, the Jackson Ironmen, they go on the road to play McLean. I think Jackson has no trouble with that one. Not a lot of exciting action around the MVL, Tri-Valley. They're traveling to Philo. Uh, that was one of Athens' early games. And also Sheridan has uh, Maysville on the road. Uh, Sheridan's last two weeks at Tri-Valley. And at home against New Lexington. Those are going to be games to watch in the Muskingum Valley League. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to break down some of the playoff pictures uh, for TVC teams that are really starting to shape up. Only got Three more games left in the regular season before the playoffs are here. And we're going to take a look. What teams need wins? How is it all shaping up? 
who's playing who, all that and more. When we come back, you're listening to The Sports Fan on WATH. T-Bay Roofing, your certified GAF Master Elite Contractor, has expanded operations to now serve the greater Athens County, Ohio area. T-Bay brings their GAF Golden Pledge Warranty for up to 50 years to Athens, and it's even transferable once to the next homeowner. Put your trust in the Mid-Ohio Valley's premier roofing contractor. Get started with a free call to 844-PRO-ROOF, and T-Bay will get you a free estimate within 24 hours. That's 844 844- for Pro Roof. Put your trust in the Mid-Ohio Valley's premier roofing contractor. Get started with a free call to 844-PRO-ROOF and T-Bay will get you a free estimate within 24 hours. That's 844-PRO-ROOF. Now serving the Athens, Ohio areas. Find out more at tbayroofing.com. Quality that's through the roof. T-Bay Roofing. Stay informed about the stock market from Goldsberry Wealth Strategies. Weekdays at 5.30 on 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH. The report follows the news. Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a broker-dealer and is independent of RJFS. You are listening to The Sports Fan on 970 WATH. talk high school football playoff pictures especially because in division five region 19 it's looking very interesting for two tbc ohio teams alexander with a 49 percent chance to make the playoffs and megs also with a 49 percent chance to make the playoffs according to drew pastor's fantastic 50 Alexander, they got a tough one this week against Nelsonville, York. Uh, and another tough one against Warren. Uh, but it looks like their game against Megs in Week 10 could be winner makes the playoffs. Other teams to watch out for are Minford. They're sitting at 91%. They play Oak Hill. They are heavy favorites in that one. A Columbus Academy at 69%. Uh, that really hinges on wins the next two weeks against Grandview Heights and Bexley. So we'll see if Columbus Academy can improve from their 1-5 and five record. Uh, Piketon is at 61%. They have a game against Adina. That's looking like a coin flip. Uh, so Alexander and Meg's fans will want Adina to get a win. Uh, some other teams looking to take the spots of Alexander and Megs uh, include Utica. They host Johnstown this week. Uh, could be an interesting game. Uh, once again, Megs and Alexander fans would want Johnstown to get the win there. Uh, Liberty Union, another team that we had higher expectations on in the preseason. Uh, even though they're sitting at two and five, you know, if they get wins, uh, in two of their next three games, they'd have a shot if they get wins in all three. Uh, they, they are likely in the playoffs. Uh, Fairfield Union this week. So that's the first challenge for Liberty Union. Uh, they really need that one. Uh, South Point, they're heavy favorites against Chesapeake. But it looks like South Point is going to need to pull an upset against either Portsmouth or Gallia Academy if they want to make the playoffs they would only have an 18% chance to make it with a win over Chesapeake and losses to Portsmouth and Galley Academy. So that is the playoff picture in Region 19. In Region 23, you know, Nelsonville, York is already in, and as long as they win out, they will likely host two playoff games as that's given to the top four seeds. Uh, some other big games in this region for seeding. A Burn Union plays Worthington Christian. Both these teams are already in, but it's for the MSL title. 
uh, for a different division of the MSL, as we described earlier. And also, key playoff points, because Worthington Christian and Burn Union both are in Division 6, Region 23. Both have winning records, so a win over either will give them big playoff points. Trimble, right now, they're sitting at 1-6, and, and with only three wins... Trimble would have just an 8% chance to make the playoffs. However, Trimble would have a 99% chance to make the playoffs with four wins. So really, it's simple for Trimble. Win out and you're in. If you drop a game to either Waterford or South Gallia, it's not looking good. You'd really need a miracle from teams like Grove City. They got a game against Millersport. I'm not sure if that would really help them because Millersport does not have a win. Uh, Elgin is another team. Huge playoff points sitting here. They have a game against Ridgemont. And if Elgin wins that one, that's going to do a lot for their playoff odds because a five-win Elgin squad has a 64% chance of making the playoffs. Buckeye Trail is another team looking to snatch one of those final spots. They're heavy favorites this week, uh, but they're slight underdogs in week nine and slight favorites in week 10. The Trimble fans, most importantly, you want to win but you are going to want losses by Grove City Christian, Elgin, Buckeye Trail, East Knox, Martins Ferry, and Grandview Heights this week to improve your playoff odds. So that's how the high school football scene is looking in Southeast Ohio. We're going to move to the pros right now. And then we're going to switch to college football as we wrap up the show. Tonight on Amazon Prime, you have the 1-2-1 one, and one Indianapolis Colts going to Denver to face the 2-2 two and two Denver Broncos. And... I find reasons for optimism with this Denver offense in both of their losses this year. They just made crucial mistakes that cost them. Denver, in their first game of the year against the Seahawks, four trips to the red zone, no touchdowns. Very rarely... Are you going to be able to win a game like that? And the Broncos had their opportunities at the end. But a strange decision by first-year head coach Nathaniel Hackett put it in kicker Brandon McManus' hands for, I believe, a 64-yard field goal with 20 seconds left that sailed wide. Broncos then kind of improbably beat the Texans and 49ers with 27 points in two games. 16-9 win over the Texans and 11-10 win on Sunday Night Football over the 49ers in one of the worst NFL games to watch of the season. Then Denver against the Las Vegas Raiders, a Las Vegas Raiders team who really needed a win. The Raiders got it. Denver outgained Las Vegas in yards per play, 6.2 to 5.2. However, Denver fumbled the ball. That was the only turnover of the game, and it was returned for a touchdown. That was a huge swing as it was looking like Denver was going to score. Instead, the Raiders take it back to the house. And in the end, it seemed like that was the difference as the Raiders walked away 
with a nine-point victory in a game that was pretty even statistically on both ends. Russell Wilson with a really solid game, 17 for 25, 237 yards, two passing touchdowns. Wilson had a quarterback rating of 124.9. Over on the Colts' side, it's been an up-and-down season. They opened the year with a tie against the Texans. Uh, Colts have not won in week one in about a decade. Texans went up 20-3, to disappointed to not hold on to that advantage. As the Colts outscored the Texans 17-0 in the fourth quarter, and no points were scored in overtime. Week two, the Jacksonville Jaguars, everyone's favorite trendy sleeper, got the Colts 24-0. And then the Colts bounced back with a 20-17 upset of the Kansas City Chiefs. Matt Ryan led a drive in the fourth quarter. Touchdown pass to Jelani Woods with 24 seconds left. And the Colts escape with a victory. Then in week four, Titans 24, Colts 17. Titans got up 24 to 3 and kind of just sat on the lead. Colts scored in the second and third quarter, but were unable to tie the game up in the fourth. So I think Denver gets the win in this one. Uh, I like how their offense is playing, both teams with a lot of injuries. Jonathan Taylor out, Shaq Leonard out, Tyquan Lewis out, Julian Blackman out for the Colts. Uh, for the Broncos, uh, P.J. Locke, uh, Quinn Marinas, Aaron Patrick. Um, also believe the uh, Broncos running back uh, is also out, Javante Williams. So both teams battling injuries. It could be a, a close game for sure. However, I'm going to go with the Broncos get the win looking at AFC North action the list of the Bengals right here on WATH they play Sunday night football in Baltimore AFC North rivalry the Bengals and the Ravens last year the Bengals Felt like they had their coming out party against Baltimore early in the season. Had some deep Jamar Chase touchdowns. And that's when the Bengals offense really seemed like they were legit. That was a big victory. I think it was in Baltimore, too. And that really got the Bengals on the map. Because that was a marquee win. And a sign of things to come. Because the Bengals... Had a very solid season making it to the Super Bowl. And then the Bengals' second matchup against the Ravens. I don't think you can draw as much from that game. The Ravens pretty much had backups and practice squad players in the entire secondary. And Joe Burrow and company straight up had a field day against the Ravens. I, I wasn't too impressed by that game because dominating the practice squad and third string dudes that the Ravens had in the secondary. Uh, pretty much every passing offense was doing it to the Ravens at the end of the year. Uh, not to the extent that the Bengals did. However, the Ravens were getting torched at the end of the year. So like I said, the Bengals, their early season victory against Baltimore, very, very impressive. The late season one, I don't know how much it matters at all in this rivalry. It's going to be interesting. Lamar Jackson's back. He wasn't there for the second battle last season. And this is also potentially going to be the first time that the Bengals play a starting quarterback for more than a couple drives. Bengals open the season against the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mitch Trubisky already benched for Kenny Pickett. Week two, 
the Bengals play the Dallas Cowboys. A starting quarterback, Dak Prescott, got injured week one. Still has not returned, is projected to return within the next two weeks. Then in week three, the Bengals take on the Jets. And starting quarterback, Zach Wilson, was out. Wilson came back and led a late comeback against the Pittsburgh Steelers last week. And then in week four, on Thursday night football, Tua had his second concussion in five days and was taken out in the second quarter of that game. And Teddy Bridgewater played the majority of the snaps for the Dolphins. So that's going to be interesting for a Bengals defense that has really hit its stride. After the Cowboys scored touchdowns two in the first quarter in their week two game, the Bengals' defense has given up one touchdown in their last 30 drives. And that was a Chase Edmonds 70-yard touchdown pass from Teddy Bridgewater with nine seconds left in the first half of their week four battle. So Bengals statistically looking like one of the best defenses in the National Football League. However, when you play backup quarterbacks every week, most defenses are going to look that strong statistically. So I think this is a big test for both teams. A Bengals defense finally playing against a starting quarterback. And the Ravens have looked dominant they only trailed in their two losses this year for 14 seconds against the Dolphins. And they did not trail for a single snap against the Bills as they kick a game-winning field goal on the last play of the game. Ironically, the game that the Ravens trailed the most this year was... Patriots game where they trailed for five minutes in the second quarter and then they trailed again for almost four minutes in the third quarter in other AFC North action Browns are hosting the banged up Los Angeles Chargers Justin Herbert leads the NFL in passing yards Browns defense has not looked very good this year. The passing defense has had its trouble late in games. However, last week, it was the Browns' rush defense missing three of their four starters on the defensive line, including Jordan Elliott, Jadavian Clowney, and Miles Garrett. And the Atlanta Falcons ran all over them and got the victory despite completing less than 10 passes. So we'll see if the Browns can bounce back. This is the toughest offense the Browns have faced all season, going up against the Panthers, the Jets, the Steelers, and the Falcons. Chargers are banged up. Uh, Rashawn Slater on injured reserve. Keenan Allen's questionable. Their kicker, Dustin Hopkins, is questionable. Kyle Van Noy, questionable. A lot of questionables. On the Browns' side, Jordan Elliott, questionable. Jeremiah Owusu-Kormoa, questionable. Denzel Ward, questionable. Jadavian Clowney, questionable. This is a banged-up Browns team, banged-up Chargers team. A Chargers two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. A Ravens also three-point favorites at home against Cincinnati. For those curious... A final AFC North game. The Steelers are 14-point underdogs for the first time since the 1960s as Kenny Pickett will get his first career start in Buffalo. Uh, this is a tough stretch for Pittsburgh as their next four games are against the 3-1 and one Bills, the 2-2 two and two Buccaneers, the 3-1 and Dolphins, and the 4-0 and Eagles before a bye week. So it's not going to be easy for Kenny Pickett 
and company. Bills heavy favorites. I think everybody would be surprised if they got the win on Sunday. That's the AFC North talk. When we come back, we're going to ask a trivia question and try and give away two tickets to the OU football game. Details on that will be after the break. You're listening to The Sports Fan on WATH. For over 45 years, Curtis Auto Repair and Towing has served the Athens area. But did you know they also have a high-quality auto repair and maintenance shop at their Columbus Road location? The Curtis technicians know any vehicle, and they stand behind their quality work. If you own a vehicle that needs servicing, stop by Curtis Auto Repair and Towing and let them give you a quote. Curtis Auto Repair and Towing, 81 Columbus Road, Athens, or give them a call, 740-593-7048. Tune in this Friday night for the Athens County Game of the Week. Go on Power 105. This week, it's an all-Athens County duel as the Alexander Spartans travel to Boston Field to take on the Nelsonville York Buckeyes. Pre-game coverage starts at 6.30 for kickoff at 7. Alexander, Nelsonville, York. It's the Athens County Game of the Week, Friday on Power 105. As a veteran, you get a lot of advice, but wisdom's harder to come by. A lot of people imagine themselves in our shoes without understanding the weight on our shoulders. The truth is, few can understand the pressure of finding your own way after serving in the military. But few isn't none. Steady yourself. You're not alone. You've got support. Learn more at maketheconnection.net. Now, for more of the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. giveaway to the Ohio Bobcats homecoming football game where they will host the Akron Zips Ohio 11 point favorites number to call if you think you know the question 740-592-6646 the question is Three Ohio Bobcats scored touchdowns last week against Kent State. Can you name two? So that is the question. If you know the answer, call in 740-592-6646. Three Ohio Bobcats scored in their 31-24 loss against Kent State. Can you name Two. So, two tickets to the Ohio football game against Kent State up for grabs right here. Uh, so, if you know it, call 740-592-6646, and the tickets are yours. This offer is open until the end of the show. So, we move on. Bobcats playing against Akron. 11-point favorites. Ohio looking for their first MAC victory of the season. Akron fell to Bowling Green 31 to 28 in their MAC opener. Akron is one and four. Their only win against FCS opponent St. Francis of Pennsylvania 30 to 23 in overtime. Bobcats two victories on the year 41 to 38 in their home opener against FAU. And in their other home game, 59-52 against FCS foe Florida. 
Other top 25 action, Ohio State traveling to East Lansing to take on two and three Michigan State. Buckeyes 27-point favorites. Obviously, last year, this game was a lot more hyped, and Ohio State completely wiped the floor with the Spartans. We'll see if it's more of the same. Number four, Michigan goes on the road to take on Indiana. Wolverines, 22-and-a-half-point favorites. The first of a couple rank-versus-ranked matchups starts at noon on ESPN. Eighth-ranked Tennessee, 25th-ranked LSU. Tennessee, 4-0 on the year. LSU's only loss in the dramatic season opening weekend game against Florida State. That was on either a Sunday or a Monday. Um, but Tennessee... Their offense has looked great, led by Hendon Hooker. Tricky battle, though, going to Baton Rouge to take on the LSU Tigers. Balls, just three-point favorites. TCU and Kansas, two surprise unbeatens in the Big 12. Kansas, one of the surprise stories in the country. A former Buffalo coach, Lance Leopold, has led the Jayhawks to a 5-0 record. Uh, Bobcat fans will remember him from his time at Buffalo. Always good battles between the Bobcats and the Bulls. TCU, seven-point favorites in this one. Kansas seemed a bit lucky to beat Iowa State last week, 14-11. to Iowa State's kicker missed three field goals, including one with under a minute to play that would have sent it to overtime. Another ranked-versus-ranked matchup, this one on the West Coast. 11th-ranked Utah travels to unbeaten 18th-ranked UCLA. And I'm not sold on UCLA so far this season. Last week was a big step in the right direction, defeating Washington 40-32. to UCLA was all over them early, up 33-10 to early in the third quarter before Washington staged a comeback. But UCLA weren't dominant against Bowling Green. Barely beat a decent South Alabama squad. Um, better than you would think the name South Alabama is, but still that's a game that a ranked opponent should be winning comfortably at home. Uh, and then they beat uh, one of the worst Power 5 teams in recent memory in the Colorado Buffaloes, comfortably 45-17. to 17. I think Utah gets the victory in this one, they're three-and-a-half-point favorites. I personally would be laying it with the Utes. I think they win by at least a touchdown. Some other interesting battles. No more rank-versus-rank matchups. Uh, number one, Alabama hosts Texas A&M. Obviously, last season, Aggies upset the Crimson Tide this season. Alabama heavy, heavy favorites. Uh, in Big 12 action, 20th-ranked Kansas State, two-point favorites on the road against previous, previously mentioned Iowa State. Uh, Kansas State, solid ground attack with quarterback Adrian Martinez, former Nebraska product. Another interesting game, BYU going to play Notre Dame at a neutral site. This one is in Las Vegas. Irish started the season preseason top five, and after a loss at Ohio State and at home to Marshall, are now unranked, while the Cougars are 16th in the country. Fighting Irish, three-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. Uh, unbeaten USC, the darlings of the Pac-12, sixth-ranked in the country. They're 12-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the solid Washington State squad. Fifth-ranked Clemson, 20-and-a-half-point favorites at Boston College at game 7.30 p.m. on ABC. Another interesting ACC battle, also in primetime at 8 p.m. Florida State tries to bounce back from their first loss of the season as they take on North Carolina State. Wolfpack, three-point favorites in that one. I also think North Carolina State is going to get that one done. 
I like Florida State this year. However, injuries piling up on the offensive line and at some other key positions. Uh, Florida State seemed a little lucky to be in the game kind of at the end against Wake Forest. I like Florida State, but I think with their injuries, not going to be able to get it done. So that is some of the marquee college football action for this weekend. Once again, we're trying to give away two tickets to the Ohio University game against Akron. To make the trivia question a little easier, can you name one Ohio Bobcat who scored in their 31 to 24 loss to Kent State on Saturday. Once again, number to call in 740-592-6646. Giving away two tickets to the Ohio University game against Akron kickoff in Athens at 2 p.m. So call in if you think you know the answer. We're making it a little easier because nobody's won the prize yet. Can you name one player who scored a touchdown for the Bobcats last week? They had three separate touchdown scores. Two through the air and one on the ground. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to just knock out some of the last sports topics of the day and wrap up this show. You're listening to The Sports Fan on WATH. When I say I'd eat chicken for lunch, dinner, and breakfast, it's no exaggeration. Especially now, since I can get a delicious crispy chicken biscuit for breakfast at McDonald's. And I can mix and match a sausage McMuffin with egg or a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit to get two tasty breakfast sandwiches for only $4.29. Chicken on a flaky biscuit for breakfast? Bet. That's my go-to. It's going to be yours, too. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. This Friday, the Athens Bulldogs are back in action at Joe Burrow Stadium as they look to defeat TBC rival Wellston. Will Athens be able to end their season strong, or will it be the Golden Rockets pulling off a huge road win? Find out this Friday. You can catch all the action with Cedric Granger and Matt Frazee starting at 6.45 p.m. on 970 WATA. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. This is the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. weekend um action all three days of the weekend starting friday night high school football action you'll have wellston up against athens right here on wath both teams looking for their first win of the season on wxtq athens county game of the week alexander against nelsonville york and then on Saturday, we mentioned some big college football action. Your Ohio Bobcats host the Akron Zips. Other big games include Tennessee at LSU and TCU at Kansas. 
Who would have thought that would be a marquee game in the preseason? Also, on Sunday, the Cincinnati Bengals travel to Baltimore for Sunday night football. Primetime action. That'll be a big one in the AFC North. The Browns host the Chargers. And the Steelers are 14-point underdogs for the first time since the 1960s. Tonight, we got not the best game for Thursday night football. Two of the three lowest-scoring offenses in the league, Colts and Broncos. And the other major sports news that's going to happen this weekend, the MLB wildcard round happens Friday, Saturday, and if necessary, Sunday. The four series... The Tampa Bay Rays at Cleveland Guardians. Philadelphia Phillies at St. Louis Cardinals. Seattle Mariners at the Toronto Blue Jays. And the San Diego Padres at the New York Mets. Going to be tough for any road team to get it done. All three games at the higher-seeded team's stadium. It is also a best-of-three series, so first to two wins will advance to the AL and NLDS, where in the AL, the Astros and Yankees are waiting, and in the NL, the Dodgers and Braves are waiting. That's just about all the time we have with you on the sports fan today should be a very entertaining weekend of sports you know pretty much every day you got some exciting action going on you got Thursday night football tonight high school Friday night games lots to be excited around in the TVC and also in the other areas of Southeast Ohio. Then Saturday, you got college football, including the Ohio Bobcats, Sunday, NFL. So just a good time to be a sports fan. That's all the time we got with you at the Sports Fan. This has been the Sports Fan on WATH. Serving Southeast Ohio. AM 970 and 97.1 FM.